Welcome to the Real Estate Trainer Podcast with your host, Brian Eisenhower. This podcast is brought to you by Eisenhower Coaching and Consulting. ICC provides customized and structured coaching and training programs for real estate agents and team leaders, representing many of the top producing agents in North America. ICC also offers broker and owner consulting on agents recruiting, training, and retention. For more info, visit EisenhowerCoaching.com or find us on Facebook. That's why I don't worry about iBuying companies because if they are actually operating a business model that they're going to sustain themselves with, they're going to try to buy property low and sell it high, which means they're going to try to take away the client's profit, which means the clients aren't in their best interest, which means they're not in direct competition with realtors, which they're going to become the enemy of the public pretty soon. We're going to be the white knight. I buyers, I buying companies. How do we handle I buying companies? Okay. So let me example. Let me give you an example. And this is really, really, I mean, this is really on the surface right now, right? The two that you need to, I, I apparently compete with are offer pad and open door on a national level. These are companies that are, they go out and they buy properties directly from sellers. And then they either hold them or flip them or who knows what they decide to do with them. They are competition for you in theory, because these people, these sellers might want to list their house through you on the open market, but are instead deciding to sell directly to an iBuying company like OfferPad or OpenDoor. Notice I'm not saying one really big iBuying company. I think you've all got the memo by now. Zillow's offers iBuying program is no longer with us. Who told you that was coming? <laughs> yeah, six months is all it took. I said a year. It took six months from when I said it, right? Why? Because they started paying way more than market value. And that's the difference between Zillow, OfferPad, and OpenDoor. OfferPad and OpenDoor are normal iBuying companies that I'm not afraid of as an agent. Zillow got scary though. Zillow just started offering way more than the other two. Like they'd see a house that was worth 450,000 and they'd say, we'll just buy it for 550. And then agents would come on here and say, what the hell do I do about Zillow? Like I was going to list a property and I told them 475. And they said, Zillow's buying it for 550. What do you do? And I go, just wait a year. <laughs> it's, you know, get another listing because I don't know what you do. That doesn't make any sense. Then lo and behold, six months later, just a couple of weeks ago, we find out that Zillow is upside down millions of dollars and that they've been overbuying. And then I don't know who their PR guy is, but the things that guy said to the press were hilarious. We don't know how to price properties. We made mistakes with our automated Zestimate. Like, what are you doing? Like, just sinking their whole platform. Anyway, um, although I was cheering the whole way, like, oh, this is hilarious. I mean, you talk about downward spiral. It's like the guy had just finished a bottle of whiskey and then got on like an interview with a reporter or something. Um, it was terrible. So anyway, he just sunk himself, invalidating any credibility they may have going forward. The unfortunate part is that, you know, they had to lay off 25% of their staff to make the budget work, which is no, not cool because Zillow's got some talented people there. I'll tell you that. I know some of them. That's not cool. But the point of the matter is 
um, it didn't work because they were paying too much money. And that was the concern. It really is hard to compete with a Zillow. So the iBuying companies, in my opinion, got a very bad rap because of what Zillow was doing. Because what Zillow was doing was making no sense financially. I could not figure even what their business plan was. Like, how do you profit from this for overpaying? You know, it, it did. I mean, even in, in you know the last couple of years, you know, on average, if you average the last two years together since they've been doing it, I mean, we've had a home price appreciation of about 15%. If you take the two years and put them together, 15% per year. I mean, you'd think if you overpaid for something that that would cover you, that the market would just catch up to your price. But no, they were overpaying so much that even in the fastest appreciating market in history, they're still upside down. I mean, that's screwing up at the utmost levels that is screwing up. And they were doing it. So at some point I just started saying, hey, Zillow's going. I mean, th th this is this cannot work. I don't, you know, I don't know what they're doing here, but this is when you look at what all those companies were doing in 2006 and seven with home prices, this is what it reminded me of. It reminded me of people just really gambling on, you know, compact derivatives and, and, and um, mortgage-backed securities. And they were betting on vapor and the vapor vaporized and they fell through the vapor. And that's what Zillow just did to some degree. So now we've got offer pad and open door left. So you will come into contact, if many of you I'm sure have already, especially the Los Angeles folks, I'm sure have talked to sellers who have said, well, we're going to talk to OfferPad and Opendoor or an iBuying company and just try to sell directly first. And this is usually happening in the bigger cities. That's where you see a lot of it. But you're going to start to see it everywhere. I mean, this is going to spread. Here's why. Here's what an iBuying company really is. Get rid of Zillow because they don't really exist. I, you know what I mean? They're gone now. But OfferPad and Opendoor, which are two of the, I mean, if you turn on CNBC, you're going to see them talked about every other day. They're that big of a company. They're huge. They're really nationwide flippers. That's all they are. They're publicly traded flippers. That's all they are. They buy properties, then they either sell them right away or they hold them until it's a good time to sell them and they make a profit. Now, we all work in markets where flippers are prevalent. In fact, I'd wager that a very high percentage of the homes bought and sold in all of our MLSs are by investors. I'd say at least 10% of them, right? In some cases, 20%, 25% are investor purchased. iBuying is well-documented at under 1% of any MLS. They're predicting in the next five years, it may go up to 2%. So they're just kind of a big flipper. They're a big chunk of the flippers. They may be the biggest flipper, but they're probably not the biggest flipper in your market. You probably know who the biggest flipper in your market is. They've probably bought a lot of property and flipped a lot of property. Do they bother you? Do they scare you? Do they make you feel like that the dude that the profession of being a real estate agent is somehow going away because there's a house flipper in town? Because that's all open. I mean, if you can tell me how open door or offer pad is any different than a flipping company, other than the fact that they're national and maybe they're traded, you know, on the New York Stock Exchange or something. In the market as a player, are they any different than a flipping company? No. So if people are scaring you about like the fact that the realtor is going to go away because of iBuying companies, you're buying too many Inman newspapers, 
You know what I mean? You're hearing someone who's trying to scare you into doing something weird because they're just flipping companies. They're a very small percentage. We need them. They do a lot of good things for our neighborhoods and our communities. They clean up bad areas. I got no problem with them. They don't, they don't harm realtors. I'll tell you that right now. So let's don't worry about them. And if you're going to lose a listing to one of them, we need to work on our skill set. Okay. So if you are talking now that Zillow's gone, it's very easy from a listing presentation standpoint. If they say they are going to list with OfferPad or they are going to list with Open Door, or they're at least going to talk to them first, or in any way you hear them say they're going to talk to one of those two companies or some sort of iBuying company or a flipper, the first thing I'd say is, why? Is something wrong? Are you okay? Because the only people that would talk to those people are people that are in distress. That's the only reason that a normal human being would list with an iBuying company is when they're in distress. Think about it. Here's why. You're going to take your house that has hopefully some equity in it, and then you're going to sell it to another company that intends to profit off that equity. So you're taking all your profit and giving it to them. Why would you just not list with me, pay a much smaller commission, and then you keep all the profit? Makes no sense. Now, Zillow changed the game. They said, oh, we're just going to pay way too much. And that's how you're going to make more profit with us. But that's how Zillow went under and Zillow is not a concern anymore. Offerpad, they're buying right at market value or even less because they want to flip it and make a profit. So they take all the profit. See what I'm saying? It makes no sense in this market for a realtor to ever lose out on a listing to an iBuyer because everybody has so much equity in their home. So long as they bought their home more than six months ago, they should have tons of equity in their home. Think about it. Housing prices in the last 12 months have gone up nationwide over 19%. That is almost 2% a month. How much do realtors charge? On average, although it's negotiable, 6%, which means they should earn enough to pay the average realtor full commissions with three months of equity, which means if they bought their home three months ago, they've paid for us. If they bought it six months ago, there's another 5% or 4% sitting out there. If they bought the home 12 months ago, I don't know, the math's getting fuzzy, but you get it. They've got lots of equity. Make sense? So why are they giving that profit away to an iBuying company? Makes no sense. So that's why I'm asking you, you must be in some sort of trouble. Like, are you trying to like go into witness protection? And you just need someone to buy your property and no one come through the house because they're going to kill you and you need to get out of town? Or are you just, you at a point where you just, you know, you cannot like someone who just, I mean, I, I, I guess I could be one of these people. Like I am so into convenience. I will pay five times more for something on Amazon just so it can be delivered to my front door. I do that all the time. Now I don't do that with $500,000 assets, but I do do that with $3 items all the time. So maybe there's some spendthrift that is just massively frivolous that does not want to deal with people coming through their house at all, um, who doesn't want to deal with their home being on the internet. So they just want to go directly to an iBuyer and give up 
tens, if not hundreds of thousands of dollars of profit. Because that's what they're doing. Because those companies are in business to flip houses and take the profit. We are in business to make the most profit for our clients and take a relatively small percentage as a commission. Why would you list with the company that's going to take all your profits? You'll make a lot more. So guys, learn to do math. Break it down for them. You do not need a bottom line sheet. I'm going to show you how to do the math right now. Show them how much their home is worth. Whatever it's worth, tell them that that is what OfferPad and Opendoor are going to offer. They're going to, they're going to offer right around open market value because they know, like everyone else, housing prices are going to go up next year. So they're, they're betting on that. And they're not going to have to pay a realtor commission because they're just going to pay it directly. They might make five or $10,000. You know, OfferPad might make it worth it for them to make five or 10000 Okay, that's option A. Get out of the house, make five or 10,000 freaking dollars. Option B, we're going to show them, we're going to ask them how much they owe on the property. What's their current loan balance? Then we're going to figure out what their home is worth. Do that CMA. Here's what it'll sell for. Just look at a few comps. You can do all this right in front of them, all right on Zoom. Pull up the CMA, pull the comps, see what it's worth. Then you're going to actually, then you're going to subtract one number from the other to find out how much of a balance there is, how much gross profit they'll make. So let's say that they owe three hundred thousand, and we can sell their house for four fifty. We've got a balance of a, a, a gross profit of one hundred fifty thousand dollars, right? But then they've got to pay all their closing costs and realtor commissions, and just use a number like eight percent. Eight percent. Remember that number. That's what I want you to take away here. Eight percent, because it's going to be at most two percent for the seller's side closing costs. Should be a lot less than that, but two percent is very very safe. And then they're going to pay 6% for the real estate agent commissions. So we're going to say 8%, 8% will cover all your costs, commissions, taxes, insurance, title, title insurance, everything. 8% is going to cover everything. It's, it's probably too high of a number, but I'm going to use it just to be safe. Is that okay with you? They're always going to say, absolutely, Brian, that is okay with me. So I got my calculator out. So 450,000, 8% of that is $36,000. Right. So then I'm going to subtract that from my $150,000 gross profit number and get a net profit of $114,000. That's how much you're going to walk away with in your net proceeds. $114,000 with me versus five, $10,000 with freaking OfferPad. Don't be an idiot. Why are you giving OfferPad the $114,000? I don't get it. That's why I don't worry about iBuying companies. Because if they are actually operating a business model that they're going to sustain themselves with, they're going to try to buy property low and sell it high, which means they're going to try to take away the client's profit, which means the clients aren't in their best interest, which means they're not in direct competition with realtors. More importantly, their job and their market share is going to get a lot smaller when prices stop going up so fast. It's a lot harder to do their job. Right now, they can just buy that market and just wait for the, by the time they close on it, fix it up a little bit. You know, it's already worth more. What happens when it doesn't climb that fast? Their profit's going to get harder to find. They're going to have to, you know, chisel away at the home seller even harder, which they're going to become the enemy of the public pretty soon. We're going to be the white knight. This is the one time that they can survive. 
So I'm not worried about eye buying companies. So stop all that fear. I, if, if you got, I mean, I love Inman News, and, and, but they love, they love, you know, they love to scare everybody about everything. Um, they're, they're nothing. They're just a, they're, they're a national home flipping company. Sorry. They're not a disruptor. They're not disrupting or changing anything. So don't, I'm not disrupted. The realtor profession is not disrupted. We're not going to die or perish because of the iBuying. I hope that all goes away because I've been hearing about it for two years. And I've just been laughing and I've been perplexed. Like, wow, the media can really do some strange things. They really can. I think we've seen that lately with, um, with politics and things like that. Just some weird stuff out there, man. It's just weird. And it's, it's in our industry too. Like it's crazy. The fear mongering that goes on, um, strange, strange stuff. And right now, uh, I buying for some reason, I hope it's finally gone away with the, uh, with, uh, Zillow going away. Cause that was a little weird. I will tell you the fact that they were spending so much on houses made no sense. So if we run into those people, that's what we do. We compare it and we get rid of them. Questions about that? Thoughts, concerns? Thank you for listening to this episode of the Real Estate Trainer Podcast, sponsored by Eisenhower Coaching and Consulting. For more information about real estate coaching or to watch Brian's training videos, check out therealestatetrainer.com or find us on social media. And remember, don't forget to subscribe to this podcast so you get the latest episodes as soon as they're available.